Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you for Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. You can be part of the show, the Just Quality Home Improvements open line, 1300 736 736, or text in 0427 154 166. Uh, really looking forward to talking to our next guest, men's. Uh, thanks to Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need to get the job done, shop in store online. From Adelaide United, it is their superstar goalkeeper, Joe Gauchi. Joe, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Thanks for having me, boys. Pleasure. Uh, look, not the result we wanted last night, but what were the positives to come away from the game? Um, yeah, I guess coming away from a loss, it's it's hard to sometimes see the positives. Um, I think was probably our response coming out of the half. Uh, our first half of football was definitely poor. We you know we knew that, um, and were probably a little bit fortunate to go in to halftime at two uh, two. I think our response from that, the way we came into the second half, was fantastic. Picked up a goal, um, and I thought, to be honest, had control of the game, and and probably should have. Uh, we definitely should have seen the game out a lot better than we did. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. So 4-3, loss to MacArthur. You mentioned it. It was one of those games that really ebbed and flowed. It's uh, They're a good side, though. And away from home, back-to-back games away from home, they're never going to be easy. So although it is a loss, we're still there's still some real positives to take out of the match? Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that. You know, you, you mentioned back-to-back away games and, and that they're a good a good team. You know, I don't think we want to use any excuses uh, going into games. Um, you know, MacArthur themselves had travelled during the week um, to play in the in the AFC Cup. So, you know, they, they were coming off difficult circumstances as well. So, no, I think away, our way from home record has been fantastic um, and in the past and, and this season. And yeah, there was there's definitely positives to take from the game. Um, like I said, coming into the out of half time, our reaction was superb. The way we moved the ball was was fantastic. We had some really good passages to play, as well as in the first half. Um, you know, I don't want to write off the first half completely. I mean, we scored two goals, so you know, you, you go into half time scoring two goals. Typically, you, you'd have the have the lead. Um, so you know, even not playing our best football, we would still be able to create chances and be clinical in front of goals. So. There's definitely some definitely positives to take from it. So how do we get that consistency across the full 90 minutes? Uh, we've obviously our best, I think our best football is as good as anyone in the competition, and I'm sure you agree with that. However, we've given up four goals to MacArthur, five to Sydney FC, so our worst obviously is nowhere near it. So how do we try and find that middle ground a little bit more throughout games? That's a great question, and, and I completely agree. You know, when we're at our best, we can match it with and be better than pretty much anyone in the league um, and I think we definitely showed that you know with the performances that we had um, over the, f- the first opening two rounds um, I think a lot of it is to to just do with you know our intent with and without the ball uh, I think last night you know sometimes we were a little bit static um, when we were in possession um, and you know really playing into MacArthur's hands they're a team that they don't press too aggressively and they like to slow the game down. So we, we played into their hands with some slow ball movement and, and a lack of movement off the ball. Um, and also in our intent when we don't have the ball, you know, we're under Kyle, we've been a side that's that's pressed very aggressively. And uh, as soon as we've lost possession, we're, we're looking to win it back straight away. 
Um, so know that, that they're the main aspects that we want to, to try and improve on and want to be a team that plays with high intensity both within, in and out of possession. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think, you know, there, there's some other factors as well, but, you know, I think overall, um, in, in parts last night, we were, we were well at our best and our movement of the ball was fantastic. We have great midfielders that want to get on the ball and face forward. We have really threatening wingers that are really dangerous one-on-one. Um, and we have strikers that, that are, that can be clinical in front of goal. So I think, you know, consistency is the biggest thing, but in a, in a team that also has young players that are playing every week, you're going to have those inconsistencies also. Um, and I think it's unrealistic to expect, um, you know, teenagers to be able to perform week in, week out consistently for 90 minutes. They're going to have moments where they switch off. Um, but it's about us as, you know, more the more senior players in the team to, to try and minimise those. Uh, senior player at 23. Two, aren't you, aren't you, Joe? <laughs> 23 now, maybe? 23. 23, 23. now. Uh, well, speaking of that, we spoke to a youngster, uh, Giuseppe Bobolina, last week, and Menz asked him about would he rather score a goal or give an assist to a goal. Last night, he scored his first A-League goal. He had arms and legs going everywhere as he headed, a, headed the ball in. But I want to ask you about his development and how you've helped him and see his development early this early in the season. His development's been fantastic. Um, you know, Giuseppe is someone who's worked extremely hard at his craft. You know, he's come through the youth team um, over the past few, few seasons and has been, in, I guess, involved sporadically with the first team in terms of training. Um, this preseason, he's been involved, you know, this season from preseason, he was involved since day one. Um, and from day one of preseason to the Giuseppe Bobolina we're seeing now, starting in the A League, I don't want to say a completely different player because that would be, you know, a bit disrespectful to, to him prior, but the improvement has been massive. Um, he asks questions. He, he's very open to, to listening and receiving advice. Um, and, he, and he, you know, tries extremely hard to apply that. Um, and I think he's, he's seeing, you know, the fruits of his hard work now with, with starting in the A-League. And, and I'm not sure what you guys think, but I think he's, he's looked very comfortable and hasn't looked out of place. Um, and he is actually, despite his uh, his stature, is is very dangerous in the air, and, and we saw that last night with his headed goal. Yeah, no, he's going very well, and he's got a bright future ahead of him. Now, Joe, we've had Carl Viet on here a few times, and he doesn't shy away from the offensive game plan and and being really attacking. We're averaging nearly three goals a game. It's great for the players, it's great for the fans, but it might not be so great for the goalkeeper because we conceded 60 shots at goal in the last three games. So how do you look at it going, yep, let's attack. All that all attack at times is great, but also at the same time, it comes down your own pretty quickly. Yeah, no, it's, it's just been our style of play. Um, the last couple of years has, has been no different. Um, yes, we can score goals, but we also have, a, I guess, a habit of conceding chances. Um, I, I think over the, it's something we work on extremely, you know, in a lot of detail through the preseason, our first two games, keeping back-to-back clean sheets and going away to victory and conceding one and, um, you know, not too many other real chances. We really had limited our teams in the, the teams in the opening three rounds. So I don't think it's fair to say that, you know, just because we're attacking team doesn't mean we, we won't defend or we can't defend. We can defend, and we've shown that. You know, last week against Western United away in Ballarat, 
the desire that the boys in front of me showed to block shots and to make it difficult for them was superb. So the, we can do it. Um, there are going to be times, yes, when we throw numbers forward and we're, we're going to be exposed to the back, but then it's about managing those situations. How can we be smarter? How, you know, what is our intent to then get back in and help the boys if they are outnumbered? So, no, I, I think you can play very attacking football as and be a good defensive side. Um, there's no reason for that. Yes, we are going to concede goals and be exposed at times. And that's when hopefully I can do my job and, and come up big with a save. But um, yeah, it's something we're working, you know, very hard at, and we we do understand and have recognised in the past that, you know, we we do give away, you know, probably too many chances than we would like. Um, but that's not to say we're just accepting it and going, okay, well, if if, if we concede four, we're going to score five. That's not the sort of team we want to be. Um, you know, we want to be scoring four goals and conceding zero. Absolutely, and that's what my question was alluding towards is that you, we can't have the opposition having 20 shots a goal against you every game, Joe. I mean, you're, you're a great keeper and you're going to save a lot, but if you're having 20 uh, hit at you every single week, it might make it difficult. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm, I don't claim to be anything special, you know, and, and I'll come up with a save and, and, you know, I like to be able to, to make big saves in big moments, but it's not always going to happen and there's going to be plenty that get past me. Um, you know, it, it's just part and parcel of the sport and the more opportunities that you give the opposition, the you know, the more that they're probably likely to, to take. So, no, it, it, in saying that, it, it's also about where we're, you know, giving away the, the shots at goal. If, we're, if the opposition is resorting to shots from outside the box or shots on a tight angle, um, it is a lot tougher to score if, then we're, if we're giving them you know, shots six yards out with an open goal. So That's a great point. It, it's all about where we're conceding those chances to, I think is really important. Um, you know, there was probably in the opening games, I'm not sure what the stats are. You guys might have them, but we probably gave away just as many shots and say a, you know, a victory 1-1 draw away from home. Um, but a lot of those shots were on, you know, tight angles and not too many of them were clear cut opportunities, which then plays into my, into my hands as a goalkeeper um, to make the save. Um, I think whereas, you know, you know, last night, for example, the chances that we were giving away were probably more clear cut and, and directly in front of goal um, and, you know, make it easier for the opposition. So I think, you know, the, the teams are always going to have chances, but it's about where are we forcing the team, you know, in what, what sort of areas are we forcing them into and what sort of shots, I guess, are we letting them have if, it, if it's from range or on a tight angle, like I mentioned. Yeah, it's a great point. The victory had 22 shots and uh, even the City the week before only had 13 shots they didn't score. So it's a really good point you make. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, something that happened that was pretty special earlier in the year. It was your debut for the Socceroos. Uh, I watched something... Uh, earlier, might have been a couple of weeks ago, where your parents went to the game just to watch you sit on the bench and then you were named in the side. Um, just want to ask you, one, your, your biggest memory from that night and what type of influence have your parents been on your career so far? Um, oh, great question. Uh, I think the... I, I don't think I could put my finger on one specific memory from the from the night um you know i think the whole night in general is the biggest memory you know if i could bottle the emotions that i felt yes. after the after the game um you know of pride and just happiness that i can had you know completed one of my childhood dreams um you know that feeling is was was unbelievable um 
and yeah, to be there and to have my parents, uh, to have my parents there, you know, to to watch me play in Marvel Stadium, the stadium that you know I think it was about two years and two weeks prior I'd made my Adelaide United professional debut in the exact same stadium. Um, you know, it was pretty special to have them there and to to have them come back to the hotel afterwards and just sort of share the moment too um, and have a little bit of reflection about, you know, how far I've come and, and, and they were, were quite emotional, but extre- they've had extreme, um, you know, influence, a really strong influence on, on my career. And, you know, they've no one in my family has ever played uh, football before. I'm, I'm the first one. So in terms of giving me advice, you know, in, in with my craft, not not <laughs> so much, I would say. But passing on, I guess, lessons in terms of you know how I go about things and the way that you apply yourself and um, the way that you you know treat people as well and, and respect. My dad was was a pretty handy golfer and you know etiquette in 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 golf is something that is is massive. Um, so growing up with those sorts of I guess traits having been passed down onto me, um, you know. Uh, in terms of the, the dedication as well. It's just the way you go about things and, and the person that you are. So, yeah, they've had massive influence on me and, and their continued support as I've got older and, and, you know, letting me leave home at 17 and, and leave the middle, of my, the middle of my year 12 studies to, to go and sign with the Central Coast Mariners and pursue my, my childhood dream. You know, if I didn't have that, uh, that support, then I wouldn't be uh, in the position that I am today. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a great point, and hopefully plenty more opportunities to come with the Socceroos. Last one before we let you go, Joe. We asked Giuseppe who his team is around the world that he follows, if he's passionate about another team. He said AC Milan. We asked the Ryans, Tanakliff and Kiddo. They both said they're big Man United fans. Do you follow another team passionately? Yeah, Manchester City. So oh, good rivalry. Uh, <laughs> myself, and, myself and Zach Clough. Yes. Um, you know, so we're always going a big, big city supporters and always uh, throwing some banter around with the with the United ones as well. Are you, con- so, are you concerned yeah, at the no. moment with the uh, allegations and investigations? <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> come back to me in about six months' time and when yeah. we could be in League Two. So, um, <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out. <laughs> but, I mean, if Everton's... Um, yeah. you know, sanctions, anything to go by, it could be, could be pretty bad. <laughs> Joe, appreciate your time. Uh, big game Sunday. You play the Brisbane Roar at home on Sunday. They are now jumped one point ahead of us. So um, a big game, almost a double points game. Uh, if you can knock them off and move back ahead of uh, the Roar, that'd be great. So thanks for joining us and continue your good form, my friend. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. Thanks for having me.